Thank you for listening to this message from Tree of Life Church. Our prayer is that it will be a blessing to you and that you will find it helpful for life. So open up your heart to receive God's word for you. Amen. You're already there. Mark 16, 15 in the scripture. And that is God's instruction. Jesus shared that with his followers before he ascended to heaven. And basically it was his last words or assignment to every believer on the earth. We have a responsibility to share the good news, the life and love power of Jesus everywhere we go, around the world, where we live, overseas, wherever we find ourselves, we are his expression here on the earth. That is what his call is for each and every one of us. And then he joins us together as a church, a local church, and, and puts us together. And I believe the local church is the, 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 the major change agent of the world. And where there are healthy, life-giving churches planted, then they can flourish like we do here and impact communities round about them and exponentially increase their, the reach of Jesus wherever they go. And so we're always excited on what God's leading and guiding this church in. And if God has called you here to Tree Life, then get on board. Join with us. Be a part of what God's doing. And now this morning, I'm sharing an update uh, of last year. We're dedicating part of the service to letting you know just a little bit of what your generosity has enabled us to do as a church. Just a little bit. We would have a week full of meetings or whatever to really convey, and still it would probably be inadequate to convey all that your generosity enables this church to do uh, on, on your behalf, all our behalf for the kingdom of God. And so I want to spend some time this morning doing that. Again, we all have a mission. We know that to be the Great Commission. And it really uh, happens through local churches as we pool our resources and giftings together. We can make a greater impact than we ever could by ourselves. And God gives us a strategy and the power. And then he says, uh, go to, he tells his disciples, go to Jerusalem and wait in the upper room and you'll receive power. And what's the power for? The power is to do what God's asking us to do, to go in the world and, and fulfill his mission. And so the disciples do that in Acts 1.8. They go into the upper room, and, and the power came, the power of the Holy Spirit came and filled them all, and says that you'll be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the ends of the earth. Being my witnesses means fulfill the great commission, go into all the world. So he calls us to, to go into the world to a mission. He empowers us through the power of the Holy Spirit because we need power beyond our natural ability to do what God's asking us to do. And then he gives us a strategy. He says, Jerusalem or your local area, Judea, Samaria, your state and your nation. And then he says, the ends of the earth. And that's part of what we see Tammy doing, going to the ends of the earth. And we have others here, of course, that are doing that as well. And so we see God's strategy. And that's what we're about. That's, I believe, part of what every church is to be about. Uh, Actually, I, I see that in the scripture. Now, how it's fulfilled might be unique to every church. And we're no better, no worse than anybody else. And actually, we'll just stand before God or I'll stand before God. Just, did you do what I asked you to do? Don't worry about anybody else. Did you follow the vision and purpose for tree of life? And so every church has that. Every person has that. But I believe that we're called to a church and that church fulfills its unique vision. Some of it will be universal and some of it will be specific to a church. And so that's what we look at. Next week we'll talk about that. 2016, what does that look like? Some of the things we'll be involved in here at Tree of Life. But um, I also want to share with you... Um, not only uh, the, the, some statistics, but just, uh, you know, again, what, what God's doing uh, through his generosity. Uh, so actually, you don't, I don't have this in your notes, but Luke 19.10, really to state everything I just stated says this, that Jesus came to seek and save the lost. I mean, I probably could have eliminated the other points. I wanted you to see the strategy and, and the mission, but really, that's why we exist, amen? To seek and save the lost. Once we are sought and found, we become a seeker and finder. I don't know if that worked right, but grammatically, but you know what I'm saying. Our lives up to a point are about us until we become found, and then our lives from that point are about everybody else being found. And so that looks like here, I just want to give you some things as a church, as I said, an update, <clears throat> some things, I really will say it this way, the fruit 
of what your generosity produces because we wanna be about creating fruit, right? We wanna produce the fruit that remains. That's how you judge something, you judge it by the fruit and what God is asking us to do, how are we doing that? And so I wanna let you know that in 2015, this last year, that through our services here at Tree Life, our children's or youth services and activities, our main services, Sundays and Wednesdays, we were able to see 1,268 people that we know record of give their lives to Jesus. Amen, over 1,200 people give their life to Jesus. That's amazing. That's amazing. I love that. That's why we exist. That's the fruit of doing what we do here. Now, somebody asked me uh, a while ago when we were talking about salvation. It's like, well, if there is that many salvations, where are they all at? And I said, I have no idea, but I know where they'll all be. Heaven. Come on. Right? We'll let God sort all that out, right? We'll let God sort all that out. Our mission, though, is to reach them. And then if this is the place God has for them, we want to be able to create that community, that family feel where they'll lock in and then be a part of the journey. Uh, in our Mexico trip this year, we took to Leon, Guanajuato, Mexico, which you get an update in a moment. We had, in the outreaches we did, around 350 people give their heart to Jesus. So that was a great trip. And so I just want to let you know that recorded that we know of, we've seen 1,618 people give their heart to Christ through missions here at Tree of Life or in Mexico, rather, and things that we've done. So praise the Lord. And that's not saying, that's not saying, look at us, look at because that's all glory to God, but that says we're on mission. We're stewarding the mission of this church. We're stewarding your generosity in line with God's will and God's word, amen? And that's not to mention the ministries and missionaries that we support and all that they've been able to do and all the lives that they touch, we have a part in that. That's why it's all important. There's no, there's no gift or, or too small or, or no sacrifice too great because it all amounts to souls, change lives, amen? That's why we exist and we support and partner with people and organizations that are reaching thousands and thousands of people and we have a part to play in that. And one of the things we do here in our local area, Jerusalem area, if you will, <clears throat> the greatest part of our ministry locally flows and functions through our Family Life Center. Our Family Life Center is a fantastic ministry here that we started many years ago to meet the needs in in this community. One of the great things that I love so much about the Family Life Center is the Family Life Center isn't just about Tree of Life. It wasn't created to promote Tree of Life. It was created to promote God's goodness and love for everybody. And so there are right now around 20 churches that support the Family Life Center. And can I just say that's amazing for other churches to support a ministry another church has. Can I just tell God's a good and and faithful God and he's knitting hearts together for the greater good? Over 20 churches are a part of this one ministry here that was started by Tree of Life. And so, uh, so this is by no means just a solely a Tree of Life effort, but we are the, the piece that's bringing all these pieces together. And I love that. And so a lot of things have been done through your generosity uh, through that. We've reached so many people, the first one through uh, things like housing and utilities and transportation. And if you guys will put that up there, that first line up there, and what we've been able to do is to reach over 2,238 people with, it might be rent, it might be utilities, uh, transportation, uh, things like medicine. So many other things are done, prescriptions, how job search and job findings or placements are done, uh, taxes are prepared and some other things like that and many other things. Food distribution, 2,854 people totaling 65,000 pounds of food. Oh, you realize over 65,000 pounds of food came uh, through the facilitating the ministry of Family Life Center. And that is a day-to-day distribution or the big distributions we've had, like the Thanksgiving outreaches and, and dinners. And we'll show you kind of an update in just a moment of all that. But um, you know those gray bins that you see out there and you walk by? It doesn't take a whole lot to throw a box of macaroni and cheese or, or, or tuna in there or peanut butter. But you know, as, much as, that, as fast as that comes in, it goes right back out to help people in need. And so that helps contribute to the 65, over 65,000 pounds of food helping people in need today. Uh, the next line there uh, would be our Christmas program, 
many of you participated in. Uh, 754 families were blessed, or 2,075 kids received gifts this Christmas that otherwise wouldn't, had it not been for the generosity of you and many other people. Amen. That's amazing. Thank you for what you're doing, Tree of Life. You're touching lives. And again, I love that 20 churches are coming on board to support many organizations, businesses, civic groups, individuals are helping that. But the Family Life Center is kind of the the hub that makes that all happen and run uh, through here at Tree of Life. And I love the idea that we can do that together. That's what it's about. We're not uh, promoting Tree of Life. We're promoting the kingdom. Amen? Uh, We established a Family Life Center a few years ago in Seguin. There's a great need there. And so we were able over this last year to help 692 families over in the Seguin area. And we're so grateful uh, with the help that we get in that community. We have nine churches currently helping support that and many others based on projects and things. So a lot of wonderful things are happening. Another local area thing, uh, as many of you, if you've been here for a little while, heard me speak to uh, the superintendent for Comal Independent School District called Tree of Life and asked us if we could partner with the Kids Club of New Braunfels and establish an after-school program over Morningside School, which is in our backyard right over here. And Morningside in the Comal Independent School District was one of the most at-risk school districts, or or schools rather, uh, with uh, kids and children at need and need and needy homes, that kind of thing. And so we said absolutely, felt that was in line with the vision. We jumped on board with a few other churches and we're currently working um, Tuesday and Thursday with, uh, I believe it is 14 second graders and 13 third graders and uh, not only providing uh, them um, help with their homework, but they get Bible study, they get a chapel service, they get fun time, uh, they get someone that loves them and hugs them and encourages them, and then um, we feed them. Uh, Gary Becker and his team, Gary was up here with Tammy, his daughter, Gary Becker and his team, every Tuesday and Thursday they get maybe possibly two of the best meals they'll have all week there through the Kids Club, cooked in our kitchen here and delivered over by our volunteers. And so thank God for people that will serve in that capacity, amen? That's a great place to serve, and I want to thank you all for doing that. Um, before we go any farther in there, get, kind of giving you the local updates, some of the activities in here, we actually have a highlight video uh, kind of that re- recaps the year. Uh, we've pulled some of our other highlight videos together so you could kind of see that all again. So if you would take a few moments with me at this time and watch the screen. Amen. You know, that's, that's just a little bit of what your generosity provides, not just what you see here in the operations of the church, if you will, but uh, so many things that we're doing, what we saw in the scripture to do, what God's asking us. And, and that expression looks maybe uh, different for Tree Life than other churches per se, based on what God's provided facility-wise and all of you gifts and abilities. So we just wanna be obedient to God, amen? And we want you to know that we take very seriously your generosity and your giving and how we steward it to make the biggest impact and difference that we can. Uh, not just your giving, but your time. So many volunteers help make this happen. And I just wanna let you know when you leave today and go through the gathering place, you'll see a table that the Tree Kids are children's program. You've seen many of the outreaches and things uh, associated with our children's ministry. We really have a heart for families and kids. You'll see a table out there that you can get on board and get signed up with. In fact, I just want to let you know, last week we had almost almost 2,000 people on our campus throughout our two services. And so we have maxed out all our classrooms in the nursery wing and partly down our kinder first room. We had a classroom that we could have opened second service, but we didn't have the manpower. And so um, really you set the pace with your serving and you also set the pace with your giving. And so those things determine um, how much we can do with the vision God's given us, amen? So I just wanna encourage you, you're making a difference and if you're not in the game, get in the game and next week we'll talk about opportunity. But God's doing great things, we wanted you to see a little bit. Uh, the nation part, the Judea, Samaria, state and nation, a lot of things are happening uh, that we do around the country. I won't spend a lot of time on this. We've helped support a church plant from our 
previous youth pastors, uh, Shane and Sandy Winger, doing a great job. We've helped them financially again this year. They're doing a great work uh, in the Burnett area up by Marble Falls. Uh, we're Chariots of Light. I mentioned that already. Uh, we support many of our guys that are out doing different outreaches with them. They're reaching literally thousands all over this country. Rama Bible Church, they're training up pastors, and, and I'm, a, I'm a graduate from that. Many people here on staff are graduates of Rama Bible Church, Kenneth Hagin Ministries. They're training up pastors and youth pastors and children's pastors and support staff and sending them out and starting life-giving churches or coming on board. Uh, we're a part of Significant Church Network. Uh, we're helping uh, provide uh, resources for over 1,600 churches that, that are uh, just by virtue of the purpose of the ministry, uh, smaller churches. And so uh, we're helping them with resources and we're helping them with coaching and, and our teams are, are working together to help train and equip people that just don't have access to some of the things that we do. And so we're providing that as well. And then the ends of the earth is probably what we uh, would have been seeing lately around here more. And we see Tammy going out. An- another uh, young lady, I don't know if she's here. I know she's uh, been here, Taylor Sullivan, who's in the States for a short time in South Africa. But we're doing ministry all around the world. But our primary focus has been in uh, raising up uh, the, the church, local church rather, Audible de Vida, which is Tree Life in Spanish, in Leon, Guanajuato, Mexico. Uh, pastored by my brother. They've been down there. They just celebrated their fifth anniversary. Uh, they're ha- outgrowing buildings. They're on their third building now. They sh- possibly could be there for a little while. Who knows? Uh, they got some room. You've been helpful in that. He has an update for us. So I'm going to direct your attention to the screen and let's get an update from Pastor Jeff on what's going on at Audible de Vida. Hey guys, this is Pastor Jeff. Uh, we're here in León, Guanajuato, Mexico, uh, Arbol de Vida, and I just want to give you an update on everything that we've been doing this past year. Um, you know, it's uh, it's been it's just been an amazing year for us, and I want to thank you for being part of what God is doing in transforming lives and families here in in León, Mexico. You guys have been so generous. Uh, you've given to the work here. You've blessed and touched so many lives, uh, from the littlest ones to the ones living in the streets. Uh, your generosity has, has helped us do so many things. Work with two orphanages, approximately 70 kids that you have helped provide backpacks, socks, underwear, school supplies, uniforms, some other basic necessities. We've, uh, you've just blessed and loved on some of the, the most precious little ones with some of the most heartbreaking stories that you'll ever hear. You guys have helped us provide food for approximately 200 families throughout the year who many days don't even get three meals a day. You know, your generosity has helped us train pastors and leaders for the work of the ministry to go back into the colonias, uh, preach, teach, disciple their congregation, uh, reach their neighborhoods with a life-giving message. Um, and, And you've helped us sponsor some of those pastors who desperately need ministry training through our through our ministry through Rama Bible Training Center and you have a part in training pastors and leaders who will go out plant churches man bring a life-giving message to the to the ones that that do have churches so your generosity has helped us put a roof on a church that had no roof and even add a second floor uh, to their building in, in really one of the poorest areas of the city your generosity has just been instrumental in securing our new location where we just celebrated five years as a church and where you've helped us with our remodel project. Generosity has helped us reach right at a thousand people who gave their lives to Christ through our outreach events and groups and through our services here at Audible de Vida. And because of your generosity, uh, we were able to provide Christmas to 200 kids and their families. And thank you for giving toys. Thank you for for making scarves, winter hats, 
uh, for providing the resources to feed and bless so many families that, that would otherwise not have anything uh, this year. So uh, it's, been a, it's been an amazing year, and we're so excited about 2016 and what God has in store for us here in Leon, Mexico through Arbol de Vida. Thank you for giving. Thank you for supporting us as you have. Thank you so much for your generosity. Um, you know, there's just there's not words that can adequately dis- express um, our gratitude for what you've done and how you've invested in so many lives. And everything that you do, uh, everything that we do, you guys share in those efforts and, and know that God is working and moving in Leon, Mexico. And we love you guys and look forward to seeing you soon. Awesome. Awesome. That's awesome. You're making a difference. What you do matters. Many of you have had opportunity to go on uh, trips to Mexico. We'll give you the information next week on our upcoming trip this summer. Uh, but you're making a difference. You're touching lives everywhere, whether you realize that or not. Every, everything you give, we, we take very seriously in stewarding in line with the vision of reaching lives and touching people. So thank you so much again for your generosity. As Pastor Jeff said, they're in the remodel and uh, he was up here over Christmas time. And for those who may remember, we put a bunch of angels he brought out on a table and, and those that went and contributed to get an angel, many that didn't even want an angel just contributed, uh, enabled them to buy, they need 150 more chairs, I think, and enabled them to buy at least 75 more chairs children's furniture for their nurseries. Uh, they have enough money raised from being here at Tree and some other churches to complete their second floor, which is most of their children's ministry area, except for the babies. And really, they just, uh, the, the manpower to put it all together now, they have the money to kind of finish out the remodel because of your generosity. And that church is really, where they're at located, is just uh, just unimaginable amounts of people to reach and touch. And so they're at a great location, and you have a part to play in it, so thank you so much. And we talk about reaching around the world. There's a lot of people um, there that, uh, around that haven't heard Jesus, of course. And uh, the American missions, interestingly enough, 97% of American missions money goes to an already reached world. And there's great needs there, as, as well as in Mexico, great needs and people to reach for sure in establishing life-giving churches. But 3% of the American missions money go to reach unreached people groups. And that's what we've been involved in for this past year. Last year, we started... Uh, partnering with Indian Evangelical Team in reaching a people group in the middle of India, one of the states uh, called the Namadi people. And the Namadi people was an unreached people group. And so we felt that that's where we should target resources and finances, so we partnered with Indian Evangelical Team. In fact, in the state that the Namadi people are located, there's an anti-conversion law, so it's actually illegal to share the gospel there. And people do that at great risk, personal risk to their lives, their well-being. They could be imprisoned and jailed and beaten, and many of them are. And we've heard amazing stories. We have great testimonies to share at other times with you. But we have been fully supporting since last year 10 missionaries that are Namadis and reaching their own people. Now understand there's not a Bible in the Namadi language. And so a lot of them do speak Hindi. And so there is in Hindi. But they're finding ways to share the good news. But as the songs we've sang and Troy said earlier, you know, it's amazing the results they get because God does the miraculous. Because you cannot trump a miracle. You can't talk away a miracle. You can't argue away a miracle. And so great things are happening. And Jessamy and I just received a report from uh, one of our Namadi missionaries, or actually the head, if you will, of the 10 Namadi uh, people out there reaching uh, those people in Madhya Pradesh is the name of the state. And so uh, they brought an update for us, or they sent an update for us, but I want to let you listen to Shaji, if maybe we'll remember, remember Shaji perhaps from November. And he's part of IET as he kind of shares just a greeting with us, and then my wife's going to share the report. Greetings in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Once again, I would like to thank you for all your support, your prayer, 
and, and everything that you're doing for us to reach the unreached here in India. Uh, Tree of Life Church, I would like to thank you. And I want to tell you, you are making a difference among the Nimari people here in India. Uh, they, they, they had never heard about Jesus Christ a couple of years back. But because of your investment, because you gave us uh, a support, because you gave us sources to reach them out, we could send 10 missionaries among the Nimaris. And in last one year, we have seen potential growth among them. And I want to tell you that in the times to come, we will be able to see churches being planted. We'll be able to see great things happening among the Nimaris. And, and if, I want to promise you, every penny that you are investing into Nimaris, it will turn into souls uh, in the coming days. Uh, we have had crusades in the past year. We have had meetings in the past years. And we have been seeing a lot of positive results. People are coming to Christ. People are coming and giving their hearts to Jesus Christ. People are coming and being, are being baptized. Small churches are being planted. If we can see this in last one year, let me tell you, good days are ahead. We are going to see great churches being planted. We are going to see great movement among the Nimadi people in the days to come. I want to thank you. And I appreciate your prayers and your cooperation with us. Together, we will reach the unreached at any cost. Tree of Life Church, you mean a lot to me. You mean a lot to IET. We want to thank you as a part of Indian Evangelical Team. I want to thank everyone there. Pastor Don, his family, the church, everyone. I want to thank you all for your love and your support and your prayer. Thank you. God bless you all. Love you all. Amen. Saji's right. God's doing some great things in India. And um, you know what? You have a part of it. And because of that, through, through you and through your prayers and through your generosity, um, uh, a lot of things are happening. We want to share a report um, with you this morning. Um, first, we're going to show um, the picture. Here is our 10 missionaries that we support. The, the husband and wife on the end in the blue and the pink um, dress blue shirt for the guy, pink dress for the girl, is who this report is, is from. But those are our 10 people. And I love, 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 I love that picture. I look at it every day. I pray for these people every day. And what I love about this report when I got it yesterday or Friday, whatever day it was, um, is you know what? They're real people. They're real people. They have real families. They're going through real issues. But you know what? They're allowing God to use them to touch people in India and to touch their people, the Namadi people. Um, but David, Isaac David is his, is his English name. I'm not exactly sure how to say his Namadi um, name or Indian name. But um, he said, I can only say that all of this happened by your support. As I look back on 2015, we were able to plant 14 churches among the Namadi. Thousands of people have heard the gospel for the first time and many got saved. Nearly 150 people were added to the church last year. That's 150 lives changed. 12 mini crusades were conducted and four new churches were planted and new ministries have started in 15 new villages. I conducted two youth ministries and 110 youth attended these camps. Most of them heard the gospel for the first time and 65 youth were saved. 15 people were baptized in the Holy Spirit and five people received speaking in tongues through these messages through these meetings. We also conducted seven kids 
our children's clubs back in the summer, and more than 250 children attended these clubs. And through these children, they were able to reach their homes and share the gospel. God enabled us to pray for several sick people, and many of them were healed and delivered from their bondage of evil spirits. Due to the powerful move of the Holy Spirit, we reached many villages where the gospel had never been reached before and started new congregations there. I hope that you will be happy to see this report, he says. I request for your continuous prayers and your continuous partnership in 2016. We desire to reach out to more new villages and plant more churches this year. Your prayers and your partnership is very critical for us to bring God's kingdom here to India. So you know what, that's just one paragraph of a two-page report that he brought. But you know what, God is doing great things in India through these 10 missionaries that we're supporting. And you know what, for every time that you pray, every time that you give to them, you have just as much a part of it. And it's, a, it's, it's put on your account in heaven, just as if you were there in India, um, walking the, the villages and everything also. Amen. Amen. Absolutely. And God... You know, a lot of time out of sight, out of mind, but, but not for God's people, amen? It's something that's in our heart. It's what we are to do. And I love that here's an unreached people group and, and really a place that there's great risk for those to go and share the gospel. In fact, if remember, the, remember back to the video, uh, there was one uh, shot, actually I shot it from my cell phone, but it was kind of blurred on the sides, but clear in the middle as it panned the, the house. That house, uh, actually Tom Duran shared the word that day, uh, that house, uh, several weeks after we left and came back, the anti-Christian Hindu people came and drug out the leaders and just beat them and put them in jail. They were released three days later. So they're living that out every single day, but they're determined to do that. And so we're on, actually honored to partner with them. It's our honor to be generous and help them do what God's called them to do. It really is. 14 churches planted in an unreached people group. 14 churches planted in an unreached people group. Man, that's awesome. Love that. Amen. So many other things. This is just a small snapshot. The, the bottom line is, if you will, your generosity makes it happen. You're giving of your tithe, you're giving of offering as you feel a burden to give beyond that. It makes it happen and we steward it in, in line with God, you know, God's will and purpose for tree of life and so we thank you so much. But the best is ahead, you'll hear opportunity next week. But it is so important to be generous and I just wanna share a few things out of the scripture uh, for you this morning and the remaining time that we have left. Psalms 139, six, and we talked about this last week. The scripture says, all the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. God is writing a story. Now we've added some chapters that we'd rather them not be there nonetheless. God holds the last chapter in his hand, but God has written a story. He's written a story, in fact, for humanity and he's made you a character in his story. And like all great stories, and we know that God's story is a great story. Like all great stories, however, there is something to be resolved, something to be fixed, something to be solved, a, a problem, if you will. And in the story of humanity, there's these problems. People feel empty, they feel unfulfilled, and they have unmet needs. And that's humanity because of the fall that happened. The separation from God creates and causes that. And we hope, put our hope in a lot of things that could never fill the emptiness, that could never meet our needs. And here's what I want you to get. God's goal in this story is to turn all that around. God's goal for all of humanity was to be fulfilled and find fulfillment. And I want you to know God doesn't come to you just to say, I have a project for you as a servant. He engages you as a family member. 
Remember Jesus said this, he goes, I no longer call you servants, I call you friends. And so understand that idea that God is not ordering us to do these things and go do this and go do that. Those things need to be done. He's asking us to engage in his heart as part of that family. And so it is something that we do to serve God for sure, but understand God has a bigger picture at hand and your generosity is so significant in that. It really is amazing to be a part of what God's doing. He wants to change the world and really he wants to do that by meeting your need because we have those same needs. First John 5 says this real quick. And in this testimony, or in, and this is the story that God's writing, this is his story. God has given us eternal life, and this life is in his son, meaning salvation. And whoever, the son ha- whoever has the son has life, and whoever does not have the son of God does not have life. What's the key word there? Life. Over and over again, you see life, four times in there. Now understand, this word life is not just living, breathing, eating, and getting a shot at heaven one day. It's much bigger than that. This word life is translated in the Greek zoe, which a lot of us would would define it this way, the God kind of life, the life to the full. But in fact, zoe literally means uh, the state of one who is possessed by vitality or to be fully alive. God intended for humanity to live a life of vitality, be fully alive in him, amen? And that's what he wants from you and I. He wants us to be fully alive. That's the unmet need. It is full life or vitality of life. And Zoe is what God is looking for and what he's provided. So then the purpose of God, therefore, the purpose of Tree of Life is that you might be possessed with vitality, that all of us might be fully alive. If that's what he wants out of all of us, that's what we as a church want to do, to find that life to the full. And he's not concerned about his work on the earth, if we can think of it in those terms. He's concerned about you. We know that there is work to be done on the earth, but understand God's concerned about you. And I want to tie that together here in just a second. Jesus came so we could have full life, full vitality. Now, man and science, and I want to share this with you, and we're going to go just a little extra, but I want, I want to prove a point here. Man has come up with, Maslow's Law, if you've studied psychology, has come up with uh, man's eight greatest needs. And we, we're going to look at those for just a moment. And so the first four needs, let's take a look at them, it would be this, the physical need. Maslow Law says that everyone has a physical need, meaning we need something to drink, we need something to eat, we need rest, we, we need those things to care for ourselves biologically. Then he has the next level here would be safety needs. We, we need to put on our seat belt. We need to lock our door at night. We, we want our life to be good and safe and not find harm in our lives. And then he has this, man has love needs, the need for affection, the need to be loved, the need to have a whole bunch of likes on Facebook. <laughs> and then man has esteem needs, the need to feel good about yourself. That's why we love compliments. Your hair looks nice. You look nice today. We, we have these esteem needs. But all these four needs are called deficiency needs, which meaning that they'll be depleted and then replenished again, repleted, depleted and replenished again. But then he talks about there's four more needs that are higher than these, higher needs. The first one is this, a cognitive need. Cognitive needs mean that we need to know things. We need to learn. We need knowledge. The next one would be aesthetic needs, and that is the need to make things beautiful. That's like art and creativity and music. That's why we love to look at sunsets. That's why we love to look at sunrises or beach settings or mountain settings. And then Mavlo stopped at this next one, and he called it self-actualization needs. Self-actualization needs. And that's, uh, initially Maslow said that this is the highest need. And what self-actualization means this, that he believed 
People had this need for achievement, accomplishment, success, acknowledgement to reach their potential. Uh, Competition does that. Thrill-seeking does that. That's why we want you to find your purpose and fulfill it. We have this self-actualization need. But understand that, that Maslow stopped and said, this is the highest need, but we know the highest need is met not when it's about oneself, but when it's about others. And so they kept studying and they realized that that was not the highest need, so they added this one, transcendence need. And that means for you and I, now that they discovered this to be the highest need of man, it literally means to transcend beyond yourself, to have life, to live life outside of me or without me being my focus. And I, I, we want to know we have this a highest need of man is to know that my life can make a difference that I have meaning and value in what I do and I'm impacting people around about me. Listen to how God set this up then. If that's the highest need of man, he gets his mission done and satisfy your highest needs at the same time through generosity. Do you get that? The whole report that we just saw, God gets his mission done, but at the same time, because he's God and he's genius, he satisfies your highest need. Your highest need is met the more generous you are. And the more generous you are, helps the mission be fulfilled. And then I love that about God. Yes, he's concerned about all the people on the planet, but he's concerned about you. And he put it together so that when we are concerned about others, our highest need is met within us. I love that idea. If you want to read this, the Wall Street Journal put out an article called Hardwired Forgiving, August 31st, 2013, Hardwired Forgiving. And they realize that when you are generous, a chemical is released into your brain that gives you the feeling of pleasure. And I thought, I'm glad they finally realized that. All they need to do is read the Bible. That something happens inside of us when we give, when we're generous. And God created it that there's a chemical release in us that it brings us pleasure. And the scripture talks about that. Let's take a look at Acts 20, 35. That's why here at the end, Jesus said, it's more blessed to give than to receive. It's more blessed to give than to receive. Why? Because now you're addressing your highest need. Now you've engaged with something that's released a chemical inside you that brings you pleasure and there's joy that comes with that. There's happiness that comes with that. In fact, the word blessed there, when you translate it, it literally means a sensation or feeling of happiness. So it means this, happy are the people when you focus your life on others instead of yourselves. Don't you love that God didn't say, go do this and go do that and here's your task and here's your project? He had you in mind at the same time, that if you'll meet the needs around about you, your highest need will be met. See, God wrote a story with you as a character and put you on a quest for your own personal needs to be met, and in that process had this chemical release of highest fulfillment to happen when you touch the lives of other people. I love that. And if you read all the scriptures in the Bible about generosity, All of them. Read all the scriptures in the Bible about generosity. Most of them have nothing to do with the person on the other end. Most verses talk about what it does in you, not them. Let's just take a look at one. Proverbs 11, 24 and 25. New Living Translation says this. Give freely and become more wealthy. Be stingy and lose everything. The generous will prosper, but those who refresh others will themselves be refreshed. That's the impact on you. And that defines what God is all about. And that defines what tree is all about. That's what this report is all about. Today, this report is great, but it's not about making the difference here and around the world. It's about making a difference in each and every one of us. My role as a pastor is to help you experience zoe, 
fully satisfied life so that you would be possessed with vitality and fully live. I want you, we want you to experience life again, live again, breathe again, dream again, hope again, come alive again, be made fully alive. The report shows that we're changing lives, but it also shows that our lives are being changed. As we better those lives, and you've read in that report, we better our own lives. God set it up that way. They work together, and we want to touch the people God has made us responsible for, and your generosity enables us to do that. But this isn't just for others. Not that it's our motivation for us, but it's for us also. Everything changes when you live a transcendent other's first life. Let me close with this thought. When you are generous, you make a difference in eternity and God makes a difference in you. And that's why we do what we do. This will be our best year ever and fulfilling and experience God's life to the full when it's our best year of helping others experience God's life to the full. That's how God set it up. We hope that you enjoyed this message. You can find more messages and information about Tree of Life Church at treeoflifechurch.org. We'd like to invite you to come visit us at 5513 IH35 South in New Braunfels, Texas. Or you can watch us on live stream. Thank you again for listening.